It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. This is the Drive Brew Ha Ha with Herlinda Harris. Cheers. And this segment is brought to you by the Russian River Brewery and the Victory House at Poppy Bank Epicenter. On the line from the Hydron Meadery of Point Ray Station, Mr. Gordon Hall. Gordon, welcome to the Drive Brew Ha Ha. I'm so glad to be joining you. Thank you very much. Hi, Gordon. How are you doing? It's been a while since we've Hi. had you in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pop this uh, yeah. mead real quick. That's great. I'm a- Give us the history of Hydron Meadery. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're a 26-year-old company. We're located in Point Ray Station, just about a quarter mile north of town uh, on the one. And we're open seven days a week uh, from 5 to 11. We uh, specialize in producing um, meads, that is wine made from honey instead of grapes. But we do it in a very... Uh, unique style in that our meads are sparkling and they're made using the traditional champagne method the way that uh, the french make their sparkling wine Um, and they're dry they're not sweet uh, as most people would expect a honey wine to be they're brute dry it's very much a champagne type experience but we make many different varietals each one made from a different type of honey so we've been, uh, over the last 26 years, we've produced meats from around 30 different varieties of honey, everything from orange blossom to um, carrot blossom honeys. And each of them has a very distinct flavor. I think maybe our last show, we might have done the uh, carrot blossom. We did carrot favorite. blossom. We did one of my favorites, the radish blossom. We did macadamia yep. nut blossom from um, like a Hawaii uh, yep. That was fantastic, and then the Point Reyes one that actually has the flowers that are kind of uh, that are naturally, you know, out there in your area. Right, uh, right. That's from our own um, uh, beehives out here on the farm. So, how many bees or beehives do you guys have out there? So, if, if you've never been out there, it is absolutely gorgeous. As you know, Point Reyes out on the seashore is they're in almost like a giant greenhouse where you go to taste. And they yeah. are doing like rack and riddling, like you would see with Method Champagne Walls, like champagne, but it's all these different. Um, there's flowers everywhere, of course, too. It's absolutely, it's, yeah. a, it's right. a really peaceful day. Right. It's a, uh, our, our, uh, our farm is a converted dairy farm. So it's got all of the charm of an old uh, West Marin dairy farm, but we've repurposed all of the buildings for, for um, uh, wine production. You know, I was telling. Um, Harry and them, uh, well, and actually everybody else out there, why I chose some, you know, really nice craft cider and, of course, the sparkling mead. And as far as I know, you're the only Method Champenois sparkling mead in the world. I could be wrong, but I kind of... No, that's correct. That is correct. That's what I thought. And um, I t- when I was in Champagne earlier or last year, I was telling them about you guys, and they're like, what? And I was in Epernay in Champagne. <laughs> like, what is this? Oh, wow. Since we're usually a beer show, <laughs> I think it would be great for our listeners to understand what we mean when we say method champenoise. That's a great idea. Yeah. So in the in the beer world, um, I, normally when we talk about a, um, a, a natural effervescence, we're talking about bottle-conditioned beers. And uh, that's that's achieved, of course, by... Um, uh, bottling when there's still some residual sugar in the in the um, in the beer, or adding a little bit of sugar right before bottling, so that there is an additional fermentation in the bottle that creates a natural effervescence. 
And uh, Method Champenois is very much the same thing. What we do is we make a base wine um, that's still, that's not bubbly. We do that in stainless steel tanks. And then right before we put it in the bottle, we add a very carefully measured quantity of uh, cane sugar and a new inoculation of yeast, and then we bottle all that together, just as you would in bottle-conditioned beers. And we put a beer cap on that champagne bottle. We let it go through a um, secondary fermentation to create a natural effervescence. And um, the only difference really between uh, Method Champenois and the bottle conditioned is that after that secondary fermentation is over, we um, is finished, we go through a process of um, riddling and disgorgement, which in short is just a method of removing the, the yeast sediment from that secondary fermentation so you don't have sediment in the bottle. And that's what the French invented to uh, create a crystal clear, um, beautiful uh, final product. And for those that don't know what mead is, mead um, is the oldest fermented beverage in the world. I mean, this is like pre-Viking era. Right. Pre- predates beer and wine by thousands of years, actually. Yeah. We like fermented things. Tell us again right. what we're right. enjoying in the studio right now. So um, I, I decided to send you something as about as... Um, as esoteric as you can get. This is um, a honey we're getting um, from a cooperative beekeeping um, uh, a group in Tanzania. And it's uh, honey that comes from the Miombo uh, woodlands, which is um, um, in sort of the um, a transitional ecosystem between the forests and the plains of Tanzania. And uh, it's a very distinct honey. Um, in the extraction of the honey from the hive, because this is in Africa and they're working with African bees, which are very aggressive. I think uh, most people have heard of Africanized honeybees. Yeah. Yes. What we get here when a, a when an African bee um, um, and a one of our domestic bees. Uh, um, intermix, we get an Africanized bee that's very aggressive. Well, they're working with the true African bee. It's very aggressive, so when they extract the honey from um, from the hives, they have to use an abundance of smoke. And the smoke is a, um, a like burning wood creating smoke because smoke cre- um, 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 elicits a behavior in the bees that makes them essentially um, repelled from from attacking the beekeepers. So they use a lot of smoke in the extraction of this honey. And what we get in the mead then is a very unique terroir in which the, the actual smoke plays a part in the flavor of the mead. So you can smell you it, have it a open, little bit. And, um, yeah, you'll be able to smell it in, uh, in the aroma. Um, and then uh, once you get into tasting it, it has a very distinct um, peaty um, um, sort of pine resin uh, flavor to it that's really unique. It's, I think the, the way we usually describe it to people is as a cross between uh, a fine champagne and a, um, and a peaty scotch. Hmm. Yeah, this is the most interesting and, and unique of any meat I've ever had especially what you guys do. Um, and then I want to tell people also before you hang up where they can find 
these besides coming out there? I think Bottle Barn probably has some of your um, sparkling uh, meats. Bottle Barn, in fact, yes, they they just um, uh, called in and and we shipped to them just uh, a few days ago. Um, and um, so we're at Bottle Barn, and we're in some of the Whole Foods around, and you can certainly ask the, the uh, beer buyer there uh, where they might find our meads in those enormous um, uh, beer aisles of Whole Foods. Um, um, but Bottle Barn's the place to go. We agree. Yep, this is a great alternative for your holiday uh, meals. Gordon, where does the name Hydrin come from? So in Norse mythology, of course, you have the god Odin, who's the highest god in, in that mythology, and he lives in Valhalla, and he um, uh, exists. Uh, he subsides, exists by drinking mead for uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner <laughs> instead of normal food. The mead that he drinks uh, comes from his uh, mythological goat. It's a goat that, instead of producing milk, produces mead, and the name of that goat is Hydrant. And that's where how we came up with the name of our meadery. Hydrant Meadery, they're in Point Reyes Station, California. And you can check out their website, Hydrant Meadery, and that's spelled H-E-I-D-R-U-N, hydrantmeadery.com. Maybe you can come in before, like, Mother's Day or something like that, or um, definitely want to have you out at least before New Year's Eve soon. Absolutely, absolutely. Come anytime. We're open 11 to 5. Gordon Hall, the brewmaster and co-owner of Hydrant Meadery, thank you so much for joining us on the Brew Haha. Thanks, you Gordon. You guys are great. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you.